Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to be reading in the New Testament book of Acts, chapter 13, verses 26 to 52, and that's Acts, chapter 13, verses 26 to 52. And as I've said before, I prefer the King James Version, but just to make it a little simpler, I'm going to be reading today from the NIV, the New International Version. All right, let's begin. Fellow children of Abraham and you God-fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent. The people of Jerusalem and their rulers did not recognize Jesus, yet in Condemning him, they fulfilled the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. Let's stop there for a minute. Uh, let me set up the, the situation here. When Jesus uh, started the ministry, remember, he's God in the flesh. And he came to bring the new covenant, right? So, so it was time to leave the old covenant, which was the um, of the Jewish beliefs in uh, the old covenant, which was um, where they were supposed to have priests, and then they had to then they had to also had sacrifices, you know, uh, animal sacrifice and all this stuff. But that Christ came. Now they didn't have to do that no more, but they would have to humble themselves and believe in Christ who has brung the new covenant. Now, a covenant is a uh, binding agreement between two parties or so for biblical terms. God had made an agreement uh, through Abraham and everything and made an agreement in the Old Testament that they were going to that the Jewish people would be I would be his people his special people and they made a covenant but they had to follow certain things you know so when Moses came along and then they had you know that that's when God gave them the commandments that they had to follow and then I think there was like Besides the Ten Commandments, there were 632 other uh, like regulations that they needed to keep and all this kind of stuff back then in the Old Testament. And because of their sin, uh, they had to do uh, live uh, animal uh, sacrifices for that blood to cover their sins f for that moment of time, right? But when Jesus came, see, that ended because now he came to be the one-time Lamb of God— Right, the one-time sacrifice that he so when he was he allowed himself to be taken by the Romans and he was beat he was whipped and beaten and also by the religious leaders um, and then also uh, he went to the cross and was crucified which he put uh, uh, he put uh, nails on your hands and feet and tie you up on the cross and then they put you down where. The way they put you, you got to hold yourself up to breathe. If not, you suffocate. 
So eventually they would break the legs and then you would suffocate if you hadn't died yet of, you know, the loss of blood from the whipping and the nails and all this other stuff going on. And so he did all that. And right before he died or he gave up the ghost, he said, it is finished, which means the old covenant, the old covenant is now finished. And now it's the new covenant where now we come by faith, believing in Christ alone. So God, he took our punishments uh, because by God's law, you had to have a sacrifice. So he did the one-time sacrifice being a perfect a perfect person being here that he never sinned. He was always perfect in every way, therefore becoming the one-time sacrifice. So that's why now we, we can come like that, by faith believing. That means... We come with a sorrowful contrite heart knowing that we've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, and therefore because we've lied and stolen or, you know, borrowed stuff, didn't bring it back, it's, it's stealing, and so on and so forth, um, or looked at another person with lust that would um, – uh, that would oh, – that also goes against uh, the commandment. Because uh, that would be like uh, committing adultery in your heart. And if you hate someone, or you've ever hated someone, which we all get mad at people, whatever, it's, according to Jesus, it's the same as murder. Because you got murder in your heart for that person who wants something bad to happen to them or kill them or whatever. You know, so we've all broken the law. You don't have to bring, you only have to break one to be guilty of all. Therefore, we come by, so we come to God. With a sort of a contrite heart, knowing that we've broken his moral laws, the Ten Commandments were on our way to hell because the penalty for breaking God's law is everlasting punishment. So we can come now and ask God for his mercy, like you would be in a court and ask for mercy. Ask God for mercy and to forgive you of your sins and then surrender your life, your heart, mind, life, everything. You surrender yourself to Christ alone. And start reading the Bible dead without failing, doing what it says, and find a good local church that is a uh, it's a uh, reformed church, you know. And uh, if you because the right way is uh, the Calvinists. I know some people listen to this may not understand or disagree, or whatever. But the Protestant, which is what we believe now, broke away from the Catholic. Uh, when Martin Luther had, um, you know, started that movement, right, and, and, and so this is called the Reformation, and the Calvin just was one of the reformers, then uh, John Locke, but uh, and he, um, so basically he was just saying, well, that that we're wicked before God, we're guilty, you know, uh, God God knows who's going to come to Him and who's not, so therefore we're chosen because He knows, you know. Then you say, we're for chosen. Why do you have to witness? Well, because we don't know. God knows who's coming because he knows everything, right? But we don't know, so we still got to do our part. It's like, uh, you know, even though you may be a farmer and you get seeds that are guaranteed to grow, you still have to plant them, right? You got to turn the soil, do the work, put the seeds in it, and then, you know, watch over it and all stuff and do everything you need to do to it to keep it grow to let the crops grow, right? But you still have to do the work, and it's the same thing. We still got to... Witness and tell people about Christ because we don't know who's coming. God does, but we don't. So God allows us 
to work with him in that. You know, because we grow from that our own selves. Okay, let's get back to reading. Starting back at, um, let's see, verse 28. Though they found no proper ground for a death sentence, they asked Pilate to have him executed. When they had carried out all that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. But uh, Verse 30. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days it was seen by those who had traveled with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. They are now his witnesses to our people. Verse 32, we tell you the good news, what God promised our ancestors, 33, he has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus as it is written in the second Psalm. You are my son today, I have become your father. 34, God raised him from the dead so that he will never be subject to decay. As God has said, I will... Give you the holy and sure blessings promised to David. 30, 35. I mean, yeah. So it is also stated elsewhere, you will not let your holy ones see decay. 36. Now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. He was buried and his ancestors and his body decayed. 37. But the one whom God raised from the dead did not see decay. 38. Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin, a justification you will not able to, you were not able to obtain under the law of Moses. 40. Take care that what the prophets have said does not happen to you. Verse 41, look, you scoffers, wonder, wonder and perish, for I am going to do something in your days that you would never believe even if someone told you. Verse 42, as Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak further about these things on the next Sabbath. Let's stop there for a minute. Uh, you see, at that particular time, Paul and Barnabas was talking to the Jewish folks. They were raised in the Old Testament, right? So they knew about the coming of the Messiah, that means Jesus, you know, and uh, they knew about that, but the religious leaders, they didn't, uh, they didn't want that because then they would have their high positions and all this kind of stuff. And also they were able to, you know, a lot of the Jewish people, they were able to convince them that, that, that Jesus was not the Messiah and all that. Even though the Word of God, uh, the Old Testament, explained the whole thing and showed everything that Jesus did, it, it was in there. Uh, you can read that in Isaiah. Yep. Okay, let's continue. Verse 43, When the congregation was dismissed, many of the Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who talked with them and urged them to continue in the grace of God, on the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. 45, when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy. They began to contradict what Paul was saying and heaped abuse on them. Verse 46, then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly. We had 
to speak the word of God to you first. Since you reject it and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. 47, for this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. So originally it was for the Jewish people, but the leaders, the, the Pharisees and the um, scribes and all that, the religious, the Jewish religious leaders rejected it, didn't want to hear it, right? So they're rejecting God. They're rejecting the new covenant that had come. They didn't want that. They rejected it, even though they knew what, what the Old Testament said. But let's continue. Oh, and so that's why the Gentiles, which means anybody that's not a Jew is a Gentile. So, so that means that, that then he started to preach the word to us, uh, to Gentiles, to non-Jews. Okay, dokie, let's continue. Um, okay, let's go to 40, 48. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and honored the word of the Lord, and all who were appointed for eternal life believed. You see, appointed eternal life, remember, God knows who's coming and who's going to reject. 49, the word of the Lord spread through the whole region. 50, but the Jewish leaders incited the God-fearing women of high standing and the leading men of the city. They stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region, 51, so they shook the dust off their feet as a warning to them and went to Iconium, Iconium, something like that, 30, 52, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. So, now that we know that we're in the new covenant now, right? Where now we can come by faith believing in Jesus Christ. So let's read a little something here. Second uh, Timothy chapter 2 verse 19 in the NIV. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. And also, let me give you this. Romans, I'll do this in the King James Version. Uh, that's how I memorize it. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10 and 13. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe with your heart that God is from the dead, that shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth, man believeth on the righteousness, and with the mouth confession may salvation. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, we must confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in the heart. Believe in your heart that God raised from the dead. You know, in other words, knowing that we're all sinners, we've all failed God, we've all broken this moral law of the Ten Commandments, that we need to come knowing that we're on our way to hell because we've broken His commandments and we need a Savior, right? Uh, because we can't get there on our own, we've got to go through Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So, come with a sorrowful, contrite heart to Jesus. Ask God, Jesus, to, to have mercy 
on your soul, have mercy and forgive you of all your sins for his mercy. And then put your trust that you had in yourself and transfer that trust to Jesus alone. And start reading your Bible daily without fail and doing what it says. You know, the Bible says work out your own salvation. That means you got to go through the process. You know, you get your, you get closer and closer to God by reading his word. You know, finding a good Bible-believing church that's Reformed, you know, it's Calvinist Reformed church that's going to teach you properly and not all this crazy stuff that's out here. And uh, and let me give you some really good resources. The best one I found so far, you can find on YouTube, Apologia, Apologia Studios, and it's also a church, church also, uh, with Pastor Jeff Durbin. And you can you can also go online, Apologia Studios. That's uh, A P O L O G I A S T U D I O S dot com. And they also have you can also listen to it the audio part on Apple Podcast. It's called Apologia Studios, or Jeff, or you can put in Jeff Durbin. One of the best, and Dr. Vody Bacham, fantastic. You can find him on YouTube. R.C. Sproul, you can find him on YouTube, and you'll get good, good, true teaching. Not all this crazy stuff going on. You can also go to Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com. Living Waters with Ray Comfort is YouTube. So I'm going to give you the YouTube and then their website. Ashes in Genesis with Ken Ham, ashesandgenesis.org. Wall Builders, and that's, uh, he goes over American uh, Christian American history and stuff. Uh, Wall Builders with David Barton, wallbuilders.com, and Dr. Walter Martin, and that's waltermartin.org. And and I would also suggest you just kind of watch the 23 Minutes in Hell by Bill with Bill Wise. It's, it's not that long, but it's really fascinating about hell. It's fantastic. And uh, if you want to contact us, you can go to all lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. Uh, and you can go to our website, which is all lowercase and dashes is Bible Education Institute dot dot com. And if you need a Bible or whatever, you just uh, you can write just send an email with your address and stuff. We'd be glad to send it. And, and also you can get uh, Bibles from, you can go to, uh, let me see, you can go to uh, Abe Books, A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S, just put that in your search engine online, and they have new and used books, you can find pretty much anything you want, or thrift books. And they got a bunch of other ones, too. Um, and also, you can find us on YouTube and Rumble. And we're on uh, podcast podcast platforms. That's audio on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and Audible. And another good resource is you can go put this in your search engine, TCT, TCT Network. And there's two pretty good shows on there. One is Faith and History, 
the Christian faith and history of America and the world. And uh, he's very good, uh, William Federer. And then another one about the Old Testament is Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin. It's really, really good. Good stuff, good information. Um, and also, there's a good church that uh, uh, that I attend also, and it's um, you can watch you can watch the um, sermons online, and it's uh, Mercy Church, uh, Indian Trail, North Carolina. You can just go to Facebook and you put that in there. It's it's really good. You'll enjoy it. Good solid teaching, good reformed teaching. Well, so remember, uh, surrender your surrender yourself to Christ alone through repenting of your sins, asking God for mercy and forgiveness, and um, transferring your trust from yourself to Jesus alone, and then start reading the Bible daily without fail and find the good. Bible-believing, Reformed Calvinist church so you can get the truth because a lot of the other ones are not teaching that. And I pray for you, Lord God, bless the ones that have heard this and listening to it, Father God. And, uh, and Father God, and I ask you, Lord, to direct and guide them to you at all times, Lord. In Jesus' name, God bless.